Book Club podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Olivia. And we are so excited to be talking to you today about thrillers. Love it. I'm so excited that we are having another episode with, with us to catch up. And I, I, I actually, I was so proud of myself, Chelsea. I made a list of things to talk about. Like I actually oh <laughs> planned. Gosh. So I wasn't like, so oh yeah, excited. I forgot. Like <laughs> I got to talk about stuff. <laughs> Uh, First of all, good job. You're very on top of things. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Felt so great about it. Felt so great about it. <laughs> I'm very excited. What? Let's hear your list. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So I want to tell you about a TV show I recently watched. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. Okay. It's Fargo. Have you watched the TV show Fargo? I have not. Have- is it on like a streaming service? It is. I think it's like an FX, and so they play it on Hulu. So it's on Hulu. Okay. Um, have, okay. Okay. Have you seen the first the movie Fargo? No. Oh my god. Okay. Well, for a, no. a thriller lover, you should most definitely watch the movie. Um, it came out okay. like late '90s, I think, and it's set in Fargo, which is like on the border of North Dakota and Minnesota. Super strong accents. Okay. It's very like Nordic noir kind of vibes, but like Ooh, Midwestern wow. noir because it's like they all have you know those very thick accents and then like they're very like oh no uh oh sorry about that you know just like all of those like stereotypical yes. midwest things so, so super polite, yeah you're like Ugh. but but it turns <laughs> yeah. out in that area there's some like pretty big rings of like crime rings and these ordinary people okay. get involved in it so in the movie it's really it's a fantastic movie highly recommend watching it and then the TV show is an anthology that kind of follows after the movie. So it's not – there's no characters that are in the movie that are in the books, but it's the same setting and sa- similar vibes. So what is so great is – so like in the first season, it stars Martin Freeman and Billy Bob Thornton. And sure. Martin Freeman is like this really like down on his luck uh, insurance salesman who just like kind of sucks at life. And then Billy Bob oh. Thornton is like <laughs> is a hitman. And so they meet one day in an emergency room and Martin Freeman's character is like, oh, I just got beat up by these like these bullies that I had since high school or whatever. And Billy Bob Thornton's like, hey, you want them to die? And Martin Freeman's like, yes. Mm. Doesn't say yes or no, but just is like looks at the dude and then like it's walks yes. away. So yeah, it's a yes. Um, so then yes, the guy, yes. so then he dies, right? So then Billy Bob Thornton kills the guy. So that all happens in the first episode. I don't think I'm really spoiling anything. So then after that, though, it is like what happens between like there's suddenly a detective that's like now like I'm really looking into this, but her boss is like incompetent. Like the sheriff is really incompetent, and her dad used to be the sheriff like years ago, years and years ago. Um, and he runs like a diner in town and stuff now. Like it's just, it's so atmospheric and so great and like gritty and sometimes like really violent, but also just like it's just it's such a cool vibe. So I just watched that and really liked it. Then the following seasons, I haven't finished the whole series yet, but they are also in the same area. But in season one, her dad, the the former sheriff mentions like oh i've only Uh seen eyes like this on one person one time before and so the second season is him as a younger cop with that situation where he was like dealt with oh my gosh so like every season is like tied somehow connected um and it seems to be like going further back in time but it's so it's just it's super cool yeah that sounds really good how many seasons are there i think there's four 
What's his score? Oh, good. Yeah. I hate when I start a show and there's only one season. I'm yeah. like, why did I commit to this? Exactly. This was a horrible mistake. Yeah. Unless there's like three or four seasons, it's pointless to me. Yeah. So four seasons. I think that you'll really like it. I mean, I again, I've only watched – I think I've watched season two as well, and I didn't like it as much as the first one, but it was still good. But I haven't watched three and yeah. four. But like they're they're anthologies, so one season is like a complete story. So I love that. So I yeah. don't feel like I have to keep watching. I was like, cool, feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. You can like end peacefully without stressing, and then you can pick it up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It. I mean, oh my gosh. It's really okay, good. it's called Fargo. Fargo. Yep. I definitely recommend it. All right, I wrote it down. I'm ready. I mean, I always need new shows to watch because I'm pretty much constantly trying to find something and I never can. Yeah. So this is very good news. Yeah, I think you're going to like it a lot. So can't wait to hear what you think. Oh my gosh, um, I'm so excited. Yeah, so I guess other stuff that, uh, you know, has been going on. Um, uh-huh. I also recently watched the movie Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Have you seen that? No. It's old. What? It's such an old. Hansel and Gretel witch hunt. Yes. No. Dude, it has Jeremy. No, that's like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I would never. That's just offensive. But you should. It's so good. So it's but still no. bad, but it's so good. So like, um, okay. it has Jeremy Renner in it. And Hansel okay. and Gretel, uh, like they, you see them as kids and then they like escape the witch or whatever. But the difference is that they, so they kill the witch and then they go on and they become these witch hunters. So they just become witch killing sure. machines. And so it's just, it's hilarious. Like, is it a movie it's or a, a movie. show? It's a movie. It's not okay. like, okay. okay, listen, here's, here, let me explain why <laughs> I watched this. Tell me why. Okay. One, Jer- Jeremy Renner, like, mm, delicious. I could just right, like watch obviously. that all day. Absolutely. <laughs> but besides that, so I have been looking, and so this is kind of like an, an ask for you and for our listeners. I have been trying to find books, TV shows, ideally thrillers, um, that feature a brother and sister duo. And there's just like not yes. many. I mean, you and yeah, I talked about not. this. Like, I, 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 the only one I know of is Samantha Downing's. He started it, but like, I, what like are there thriller? If you guys are listening, you know of thrillers out there that's like a really good book, TV show, movie that has brother and sister. It doesn't matter like really what their dynamic is. I'm just interested in watching that right now, and I just can't find any. So yeah, me. I remember you saying that, and I could not think of anything. I was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure there's like zero, which is weird. Once once you actually start looking, you're like, oh yeah, there's nothing. yeah, there's nothing. It's so weird. And I mean, I don't have a sister. I just have a brother. So I mean, I have a brother, not just have a brother. I have a brother, <laughs> and I mean, you just have a brother. Yeah, just ha- I mean, just a brother. God, it's not the same. Um, but like for you, yeah, right. <laughs> But I think, like, there's a lot of sister stuff out there, and it's awesome, but I can't totally relate, and I just feel like I want something yeah. – I don't know. I'm looking for it. Dude, I even asked, like – so one of the um, publishers and imprints on Twitter, I can't remember which one, but they'll do, like, once a week, they're just like, hey, tell us what you're looking for, and we'll give you recommendations, yeah. right? So I put on there, brother-sister duo, and nope, didn't get that. I just got more sisters. They're like, and sorry, there's no. They're like, yeah, ooh, <laughs> too bad. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, that's a bummer. There's not a single one. Sorry. <laughs> you're like – what? Yeah. Well, cool. So anyway, if anyone has any that are out there, shoot me a message on Instagram because I would really like – I'd love to find some and I can't. So anyway. Yes. I hope there's some out there and I hope the listeners are like, oh, yeah, it's obviously this because yeah, I, I cannot think of anything. <laughs> I cannot think of anything. I know. Me either. So 
Anyway, those are my those are the topics okay. that I was like, I'm so proud that I made a list of things to remember to talk about. <laughs> I'm I'm so proud of Thank you. you. You did a great Thank job. You. Thank that you. was those are both great recommendations. Definitely not gonna watch the Hansel. And I, yeah, I can see that out. not being up your alley, but like they kill witches a lot. I mean, it's just fun. No, it sounds it does sound fun. It's just yeah, uh, yeah, uh, not for uh, you. Totally fine. I guess it's get not it. for me. <laughs> I did watch um recently so i just got back from a trip from canada Mm -hmm. and apparently so i tried to go on peacock peacock doesn't work in canada Uh, i tried to go on my youtube tv youtube tv doesn't work in canada i was like are you kidding me canada (laughs) what am i supposed to do with my free time like i got so upset don't worry because netflix works okay good news to netflix yeah shout out to netflix for that one so i watched um a documentary it was i believe it's from this year it's called made off the monster of wall street Ooh! oh my gosh yeah he i con men like that blow my mind like how do they well like it just oh, I don't boggles know. my mind i know and i didn't know like that much about it because normally i'm more interested in uh blue collar crimes than white collar crimes right. but I was just trying to find something to watch to help me be peaceful and not scary. So I was like, oh, yeah, financial crime. Sure. Perfect. Which it was. It was not scary. But it was scary because everything that he did without remorse and, like, the way he stole money from people, especially older people people, and their whole life savings. Yeah. It was really sad, actually. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, those con artists – fascinate me because i'm just like you're you're, maybe they don't have a violent tendency but what they're doing is still psychopathic it's still like absolutely crazy that they're they're looking to destroy other people's lives for their own pleasure and gain it's just yes well and i think it's like the consequences are not like what he thought they were gonna be because I think he – because he pretty much tried to take the blame, like, all for himself and be like, no, I just did it by myself, which is like, yeah, okay, man. Yeah, like, right. You totally did all that just alone. <laughs> but then, like, the sad part is his whole family was literally destroyed from it. Ugh. Like, destroyed. Like, one of his sons got cancer oh after my gosh. and he, like, blames it. Yeah, he, like, blamed it on the – Stress like, and stuff. Pain and suffering yeah. and stress. Yeah. one His other son killed himself, oh which God. super sad because everyone was, like, pretty much saying you must have known about it which i don't think his sons did know about it yeah. his wife got like evicted from their house like lost all her stuff she lived in her car oh my gosh so it's like wait i thought her seeing all that stuff, didn't his wife know i thought his wife knew no i don't i don't oh, know okay. i okay. don't know i it didn't really say yeah. if she knew but i think that i mean i think she knew a little but probably not yeah the the extent, thing. yeah yeah but i just felt so bad like hearing everything that happened to the people that were connected to him and it was all just so he can make money and then it's like are you happy with yourself like you crashed our economy do you feel good about yourself it's just oh my gosh yeah it was very interesting i didn't know that much about it but as i watched more and more i was like oh my goodness like the fact that one person has the power to do so much damage Mm -hmm. is a flawed system you know especially when the the like governing bodies that are supposed to prevent it did not see that yeah like that's that freaks me out I know. I, it's, um, yeah, it's just that whole situation. I remember when he was arrested and, like, there was the whole pyramid scheme thing that came out, but I haven't done, like, yeah. more reading into it other than, like, I mean, knowing that he just took so much money from people 
And like, you know, yeah. my I, my personal relation to that is like my mom is in a situation where like I'm managing her money and stuff like that. And obviously I think about like, yeah. how should I invest it? Should I do something more so I can get – so I have enough to be able to last her life in her in her care. And I just keep – I every time I'm like, nope. Because, you know, I'm really nervous that somebody is going to be like a total yeah. – like they're going to be a skis or something. And we've had a great money manager for a while, but he's retiring in May. And so now I get a new one and now I'm just like, oh, no. It's scary. It's scary. Like, people put their whole future yeah. in that and anything could happen. Exactly. You know? Especially older folks, they're looking for their future legacy for their their kids, their own health care, their own yeah. lifestyle as they retire. Like it just – ugh, it upsets me so much. Man. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And I think I've never really thought about pyramid schemes or Ponzi schemes or anything like that much. But after watching it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, like the fact that someone would even do that yeah. is just crazy. Right. It's it is. It's so crazy. I mean, I just how do you how do you do? I don't even understand how you could be like, yes, cool. I got another three mil in the bank. I'm feeling great. Right. And I know that these people right. are getting nothing. Ugh. Right. A hundred percent. And like you see him buying all this stuff mm. and it's like just – it's sad. Oh. Anyway, anyway, I watched that. Okay. Um, so it was very good. Highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. And then what else have I been watching? Um, Still The Bachelorette because <laughs> I'm going to – or The Bachelor because okay. okay. we're going to the finale on Monday. Oh, yes. I'm pretty excited about. You're going in person, right? That's so awesome. I'm going in person. Yeah. Yes. I'm going on Monday. I have to wear jewel tones. I can't have my phone. I'm like, okay, chill. <laughs> oh, you have just to wear jewel finale. tones? Like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that is what? <laughs> I'm like, you need to chill. Like, wow. I, I don't understand why this got so intense. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, I was reading the email today and I was like, huh, this is. All right. Excessive. Okay, wait. So it's okay, live. It. That finale is live, right? Yeah. That you're going to? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to watch so it. because Only because I want to okay, see good. if I can see you. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can sit on the front. So originally I was trying to, I was going to take my sister because you can bring one person. Yeah. And then my sister is on. Um, like a trip right now and she's like oh I'm not gonna get back so I was like whatever so I asked my best friend Jordan if he would go with me and he's like yeah of course yeah so I'm like maybe we'll get to sit in the front because it's like 99% women oh yeah there's one they're gonna do there oh yeah I'm like Mm -hmm. right right and he obviously bought an immediate jewel tone shirt and I'm like yes (laughs) what color I want to know what color jewel lavender Lavender. it's like a lavender (laughs) he was like he was like you can match me if you want I was like uh Probably, I probably not getting too far to be like we're gonna yeah, match. I was like, jewel tone. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna wear purple, but I might wear a complimentary color, like a beautiful so. green or something. I can see, but right. like, my gosh, right. that's hilarious. He's my favorite, but I'm hoping we can sit in the front. And so he was like, I really just want to become a meme, so I'm gonna make all these faces. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then I hope someone makes me into a meme. Chelsea, by the time this actually comes out, we will know if he has turned into a meme. I honestly hope he does. I hope it's his only dream right now, guys. Let's make it happen. So hopefully it happens. I'm pretty excited about it. He was like, oh, I have like a parking pass for that area. And I'm like, they better pay for parking if we're going to clap and gasp and <gasps> be shocked at all the things that happen. Oh, and shake your head at like, nah, that drama. Oh, I'm so good mm-mm. at reactions. I can't wait. I'm ready. Oh. I'm, I'm good at gasping. I'm good at looking shocked. I'm good at booing. I'm like, I mean, I'm ready. Here exa- I'm so I want to hear a boo example. Boo. Boo. Perfect. 
Perfect. Yes. Yes. You have to do the punctuation. With the extra. Like that was it. I'm so proud of you for practicing that right now. Yes. Thank you. It's going to be great. I boo a lot of things. I'm very negative. (laughs) It's going to be great. This is my moment. My actual moment to shine is coming. They finally recognize. I told Jordan, I was like, they're going to see you and be like, he should be the bachelor. (laughs) And he's like, yes. So he has a boyfriend, but he was like, Wait, what I'm going to do. Maybe they'll do it like the uh, LGBT version of The Bachelor. Well, Let's yeah. It was like, he was like, I can be the first gay bachelor and then I'm going to go all the way through it. And then at the end, I'm going to be like, oh, sorry, I'm still in love with someone else. Gotta uh, go. Yes. That's a perfect <laughs> setup. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's a perfect drama for the per- yes. first gay bachelor. Oh, Please that would be so perfect. <laughs> I know. I really hope it happens. Yeah. But um, probably not. Well, but you never know. Never know. I told him, you never know. I'm going to be promoing him hard I'm like, oh my gosh this guy right here perfect bachelor don't you guys don't agree you oh yeah you should be introducing him. hey are you a producer hi this is him he needs to be a bachelor yeah i'm gonna this be like hey, you guys don't pick him you're making a huge no 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 i'm gonna pretend i don't know oh him. yeah like, this this guy right here like i just met he him, is he fabulous perfect, bachelor. perfect guy don't look up our social media <laughs> Oh my god. It'll be great. That's awesome. I'm very excited about it. That's gonna be really cool. I cannot wait to hear about that experience. That sounds awesome. Oh my gosh. It's gonna be so dramatic. I'm like, I I guarantee you there's gonna be tons of drama and I cannot (laughs) wait for it. Even though it's the most bland bachelor and the worst one to go to, I'm still pretty excited about it. Yeah, you should be. I mean, you've been watching this show forever, right? Like decades or however freaking long. I can't stop. It's an actual (laughs) problem. Like it's an actual issue that this is taking up my free time, so I might as well get free craft services from um, it. You yes, know I mean? and I can't – I mean, this is what I'm so excited to hear all about the other stuff. Like, it would be cool to be there on the show, but, like, I want to hear about craft services and what happens behind the scenes and what yes. happens during commercial breaks and, yes. like, what do you – A hundred percent. I'm like, what are they going to tell us? Are they going to force us to redo our claps because oh they're God. not enthusiastic What if they enough? do? That would be so crazy. I bet they – But it's okay. live, right? So, so we can't because it's live. I mean, it's live on the East Coast. So yes. I'm like, what if for the West Coast, they like record it and make us redo stuff? You know what I <laughs> That'd mean? That'd be amazing. We went on, um, we were the audience in Family Feud one time and it was with Steve Harvey and literally he would like say his joke and if we didn't react in a good way, he would be like, re-say it. So we would laugh harder. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not even, he like, he waited for the reaction and then he was like, let's try that again. And I'm like, okay, it wasn't <laughs> okay. the first time. Well, yeah, thanks. Right. We're all faking it over here. And you know, the audience at home well, knows that those are fake laughs. Like they're not real laughs because we either laugh right. or we don't. You know. Right. I'm like, why are you making us redo this? You're not going to get any funnier. (laughs) We had to redo it like three or four times. And by the time I heard the joke the fourth time, I was like, I'm going to boo. I have to. I physically have to. But I didn't. I wanted to. Oh, my God. I was going to say, I would really hope that you started heckling Steve Harvey. Of like, really? It wasn't for me the first time. We're done. Move on. (laughs) I wanted to. And also, there was like a girl who's like, I don't remember what she said, but she's just saying super inappropriate. He's like, let's refilm that. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I guess you can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be really awesome. I'm excited to hear about it. Yes. It's going to be fun. I think that's it. That's all I have yeah. going on pretty much. Or, yeah, you know. It's going. Just doing, going. Just doing the yeah. things, doing all the travel, all the work stuff, and then all the reading stuff and all the yeah. fun. Yeah, Canada, and then this week we're going to Portland, and next week I'm going to Nebraska, and the week after that I'm going to New York City. Holy crap. And then I'll have a little break. Okay. 
Well, good. And it's a lot. So it's glad lot. you're getting a break. That's a lot. A lot happening. It really is. I'm like, I just want to sleep. I mean, that's all I've ever wanted. I know. <laughs> I hope you get to sleep tonight and and the sleep in tomorrow at least. You know. Um, that's my goal. Just knock myself out. Yeah. Just like you know what? Just take a ton of edibles and just like fall asleep and like have crazy dreams. It's the I'm best. all about the sleeping pills. I'm oh like, yeah. Let me okay. drug myself to sleep <laughs> and then I drug myself awake and then I drug myself asleep. I mean, and then it's like a listen. Circle. It is a circle because like I'm like. Yeah. I got to get hopped up on coffee to be able to do things. And then the day right. goes on and I'm like, uh-oh, I've had coffee too late. What am I going to do for tonight? Because I'm not going to be able to sleep. And then like, you know, right. got to take the sleeping pills. And then it's just a cycle. Drugs mm-hmm. and then more drugs and then third drugs. Yeah. And then – And drugs. so if I ha- – and so I have AD, ADD. If I actually take my ADD uh-huh. medication, forget it. Like forget it. Between the coffee and the, like I don't sleep. Nope. Not at all. So yeah. I'm, who needs sleep anyway? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I just don't take the medications because I'm just like, well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, that's not the solution. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably not the best solution, but a hundred percent. So when I get all crazy and like I I'm feel like I'm all over the place and I can't talk and stuff, you can tell I'm not medicated. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, good to yeah, know. Good to know. Good to know. Uh-huh. Hey. Let's all take our medications. Yeah. <laughs> but but we have to sleep. It's like come on a cycle. Right. You know. Right. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway. Anyway, um, so can I tell you about pub day? Yes. Great. Obviously, please tell me about pub day. Great. I can't wait. So I'm ready. We only have a couple today that I'm gonna be highlighting, but um today is Tuesday, April 11th, and some books coming out today. The first one is The Only Survivors by Megan Miranda, which – so I think that um, that sounds more like, like one that's going to be pretty popular. I'm hearing rumors. Yeah. At this point in time, we're recording before the beginning of April, listeners, um, and there's rumors that it's going to be a book of the month pick. So I'm excited. I hope so because no one will send me that book and I really <laughs> – Yeah. And no one will send it to me. And I'm like, look it. Yeah. <laughs> I have if I have to, I will pay for yes, it. But yeah. if someone could please send me it, that'd be best. But it'd be great if it was a book of the month because then it's like, you know, it's a good solid hard copy for a good price. So um yes. the second book coming out today is The Instructor by T.R. Hendricks. I covered that in episode Ooh. 25. Um, remember that was a five-star read, it was survivalist, cult situation. Super fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. I remember it. And then the Good. the third one coming out today, it's The End of the Road by Andrew Welsh Huggins. And this book is okay. a bank robber tries to leave behind his life of crime after serving his time, but getting out isn't so easy. Miles' courtroom testimony should have put Pryor, their one-eyed ringleader, behind bars after the bank robbery gone wrong, yet somehow Pryor got off scot-free while Miles served time. Now, upon his release, Miles decides he is done with his life of crime and a change that will only be possible if he can kill Pryor and turn over a new leaf, which doesn't really feel like a change of crime, but whatever. The Pryor has other ideas, and the collision between the two deadly forces soon leaves the ex-con in critical condition, clinging to life in a hospital bed. With Miles in recovery, it's up to his girlfriend, Penny, to avenge her lover and salvage their chance at normalcy. As Pryor and his cronies prepare for the biggest score yet, stealing the legendary fortune said to be hidden in a farmhouse outside their small Ohio town, Penny is hot on their heels, but is she prepared for the carnage Pryor will gleefully wreak on the path to his prize? Um, 
Yeah, I think that I was like,、oh, I don't know, I don't know. But then it was like, oh, his girlfriend Penny's gonna go do some avenging. I was like, okay, now I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that got you. That got that me. That got you for real. Yeah, it's the one-eyed description、yeah. for me. Yeah. Like,、huh. Yeah. Okay, I see his character trait is be having one eye. That's, <laughs> all right. Into unfortunate, it. but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was the end of the road by Andrew Welsh Huggins.、Um, so that's it. That's all I got today. Oh, small puppy! Yes. Okay.、Yeah. Congratulations to those authors and listeners. I hope you found something new to listen this week. Woo-hoo. Yay! Congrats! Yay!、Um, that's very exciting. It seems like it's a pretty fun pub day. Yeah, some interesting, some books. interesting books. That's kind of like、awesome. different, in, yeah, all different sorts of the thriller genre, kind of all over the place. Yes, which we love. Yes, we love it. Okay, well, my book、Ooh. today. Is the Nightmare Man by J. H. <gasps> Markert? Oh my gosh!、Uh-huh. I'm so excited because you talked about like how great this book. Is. Like I think we did it. I have. Yeah, we, we did a pub day. I think I on love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You haven't read it.、Right? I have not yet, but I am dying to hear about it. Okay. Good. Okay. So it came out January 10, and it's a debut, which we love a debut. Love a debut. Like, very exciting. And the book, it is. Kind of like a horror story come to life. So Ben Bookman is this best-selling horror author who's pretty similar to like a Stephen King,、okay. and he's also the heir to a. It's called the Blackwood Estate, and it's this creepy mansion with a really creepy history. So he finishes. He goes to the estate. He spends a week in there. And he both starts and finishes his new book in that weekend. Oh,、uh, like writes a book in the weekend? Paul, yes. Jesus. Yes. So holy from, crap! Right. Like <laughs> what? You already know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Like, that's, <laughs> that's obviously very sus. That he could go and write a full novel yeah, in, a in a weekend. Cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. I guess, but all right. Cool. <laughs> seems seems true to you. Yeah. Re- very realistic. <laughs> Great. Okay, so it's called the Scarecrow,、um, and soon after, the story that he wrote in the weekend starts to happen in real life. So,、uh, a detective, Detective Mills, arrives at a crime scene and finds a murdered family bundled inside cocoons and hung from the rafters.、Ugh. So this is exactly what happens in Ben Bookman's book, The Scarecrow. Okay. Then another family is killed. And someone, another person, kills himself in front of Ben at a book signing,、oh. and things just keep happening. So Ben is the prime suspect, obviously, because his book. Yeah, I mean, right. It just came out,、mm-hmm. and all these things are happening. And he also cannot remember what happened the night he wrote the book. Oh my gosh! So he starts to dig into the history of Blackwood, and he is like, "Oh shoot! I think I released some historical creepy evil in the house." You know? Yeah,、like、as you do. do. So. Uh, I think that something that I loved about this book is that it was exactly what you thought you were going to read. So I hate when books are pub or is marketed something and then they're published as yes, something else. You yes, know, like、um, mm-hmm. oh, it's marketed like this, but then it's not actually that、yeah. way. This book was exactly what you thought it would be. It was a chilling horror. There was a supernatural undercurrent.、Mm-hmm. There was a gruesome crime. The plot was so good. Like the idea of a horror book come to life yeah, is terrifying amazing. and amazing. Yes, it was exactly what I wanted to read.、Um, the author did a great job of creating a chilling atmosphere, an intriguing plot. There was a lot to do in this book with nightmares and nightmare lore,、Ooh. which I thought was interesting. It was very scary, like kind of Freddy、um, Krueger, but it was really interesting. 
Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly nice. what it was like. Okay. So learning about like what keeps bad dreams away and lucid dreaming and all these things that have to do with dreams and nightmares. So that was really interesting. And the house, Blackwood Manor, felt like a character, uh, which I really liked. And it felt like you were really trying to understand what was going on in the book, which I always like. So the setting was a small town and also the mysterious Blackwood estate and also an asylum. Oh, an asylum. Okay, okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, there. The characters Ben Bookman is the horror main horror author. His sister Emily is a psychotherapist, and she's in there a lot. His grandfather Robert Bookman is the creator of the asylum, and then you have the one of detective Winnie, who's an old cop that is not letting a case go, still working. And then there's also Detective Samantha Blue, who's a young detective on the case with him. Okay, so. There's some really interesting characters. There were uh, a lot of trigger warnings in this book. There was gruesome crimes, torture, suicide, stereotyping of mental illness, death of a child. Yeah, there was a lot of triggers. But what worked is I loved the characters. I loved how they all interacted. I love how they all came together. Ben was super interesting. And his family's story was very intriguing. I liked both the detectives and their relationship, um, how they had like a history between them. And I thought as a horror, it was a really well written story. What didn't work, I think the ending was super disturbing. Okay. And also depressing. <laughs> like you don't go out feeling happy. You're just like, oh, oh no. This is this is not the happy ending that some people want to have. So it's very creepy ending and kind of just done and there's also a lot of characters mentioned which i think could get confusing for some people so i rated it four stars and the books that i thought were similar was uh what moves the dead by t kingfisher ghost eaters by clay mcclode uh clay mcclode chap chapman yeah (laughs) i don't know how to say that clay mcclode i think it's mcclode yeah oh okay ghost eaters by (laughs) clay mcclode chaplin (laughs) Oh my gosh, a tongue twister. And then How to Sell a Haunted House by Grace Hendricks. Ah. So those were the similar ones. Yeah, so Very super cool. good. Highly recommend. It's a different type of book, but I really liked it. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember when it uh, when it came out and you were talking about how good it was um, and that it was a horror movie or horror book come to life. And I just like, that is a trope I'm so down for. Like it can be yes. any murderer, thriller, horror book come to life. And I'm like, yes, yes. That's yeah. what I want to read. Yeah. So good. <laughs> That's awesome. It was it was so well done and it was terrifying and I loved it. That's fantastic. And a debut too. God, I love that. And a debut. A great job. Fantastic. All right. So I do not have a debut. I actually do have a de- this is a debut. It's just a really old oh one. Oh my why would you why? Why would you even lie? Why wouldn't you just tell us? I okay, that's exciting. <laughs> God, you're such a dick sometimes, hey. Chelsea. Okay. Yeah, then- I know. Honestly, that's my brand. It's my brand. It's just being an asshole. I love that's it. my brand. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. All here right. Okay, here we go. It is Heartsick by Chelsea Kane. Have Ooh. you read this book? I have not. <gasps> I have not. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I cannot wait to talk to you I'm about so it. so excited. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, this is a really great book. Okay. So released in 2007. 
It's 326 pages, 11 hours on audio, and it is definitely a thriller. So this I just want to quickly say yeah. in 2007 I was a freshman in high school. Okay. So I was reading like, you know, not not this book probably. <laughs> I was probably reading like Twilight. <laughs> it was Twilight for me. It was That's like the gossip girl book. Fair, books. fair. Yeah. I always like I just forget that, you know, you're a little bit younger. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I would have probably read it if I was an yeah. adult, but I was a, a baby. And so I was like, let's read the Babysitter's Club. You fair. Know, totally stuff. fair. But I think you yeah. are an adult now. And I think you can absolutely read now this book. And I think you're going to fucking love it. So let me tell you about it. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. This is a story about multiple serial killers and the detective who catches them. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Love it. <laughs> you got me. The word multiple serial uh-huh. killers is a yes. Oh, me. yeah. It gets better. Portland detective Archie Sheridan has spent 10 years tracking a vicious serial killer. The deaths were non-discriminatory, various ages, races, genders, backgrounds, locations, and method of torture and murder across the country, a total of 199 murders. Eventually, he was able to catch the killer, Gretchen Lowell, the beauty killer, and she is now in prison. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. It is a female serial killer. Oh my god! Got it. Yeah, but what I, equality? Yeah, so I'm all about the equality because women can be just as vicious as men. And what I like about this book too, I mean, I'll get more into it. But what I love is that she, it is not the stereotypical poison angel of death. Like she is dark. Like she, she is dark. Um, okay. okay, good. I don't, I don't want that poison. Yeah, that poison what a shit is boring. <laughs> Yeah, anyone can poison anyone. It's got to be more, you know, personal. Exactly. So um, Gretchen makes things pretty personal. So when Archie attempted to catch her, she caught him instead and spent 10 days brutally torturing him, getting him addicted to pain medications and maybe to her. So she ended up (laughs) – like, dude, this is so freaking good. So she ended up – So it's like Stockholm. Kind of. Yes, she kind of Stockholmed him. Okay, so let me – I'm going to just give you some trigger warnings up front because I want to talk about what happens. Okay. So trigger warnings okay. now. This book is not for light suspense thriller reader. Like you are going to be comfortable with violence, gore, torture. There's some sexual assault. There's PTSD and there's drug addiction and there's like more triggering things. But those are the main ones. Okay. okay. So the, in the book, we're getting a lot of um, – we get chapters where we see Archie with Gretchen after when she is actually torturing him. Um, okay. And – she does things like pour Drano down his stomach and then, oh, yeah. Oh, no. no. like, I'm telling you, dude. Like, cuts out his spleen while he is awake. and it, But, like, it's this the anesthesia that makes you, like, awake but, like, you can't move paralyzes you, a paralytic. Um, cuts out his spleen and mails it to his wife <clears throat> or um, to another detective. Anyway, like, it's just – it's really gory and intense but also – yeah. Fuck, it's so good. Okay. So she ends up turning herself in, and no one knows why, but she ended up saving Archie instead of killing him. He would have been number 200 in her death, uh, in her, her death list or whatever. So uh-huh. now, fast forward to a few years. We're in present time. Teen girls are going missing around Portland, and their bodies are being found later. And they were killed before they were sexually assaulted. Then they were sexually assaulted, and their bodies were covered in bleach. So an up-and-coming investigative reporter named Susan Ward um, has been assigned to do a story about Archie as he's investigating the new murders because he's just coming back from being out on leave after all of the torture and stuff that happened with Gretchen. 
And she gets yes. to get exclusive access and even goes to new crime scenes with the detective. She's getting exclusive access to this guy. He's never done an interview. So it's all like very cool. And she's like hyper-focused on like, this is going to be my awesome career maker or whatever. And then meanwhile, she also wants to help like solve this horrible case with these these girls that are being killed. So the thing is with Archie, though, is that he's not the person he used to be. So since his kidnapping, he got divorced. He doesn't see his kids. He's addicted to prescription narcotics. And he still goes to see Gretchen every Sunday because she agreed to tell him about a new victim every week. So this new killer, along with the news stories that Susan is publishing, catches Gretchen's attention and sparks a deadly game between Archie, Susan, and the new killer, and Gretchen. Um, So that's the overall premise. Um, This is the first book in a series. It was the author's debut. It's brutal, vicious, violent, and captivating. Like, the characters are so good. I read it for the first time right before the pandemic. I was in Hawaii, and I remember loving it. And I was shocked at the brutality um, from Gretchen. Yeah. Because that's usually something we only see in male serial killer books or in male serial killers in general. But this level of brutality from a woman was just – it was – yeah. It's it's a lot. It's, diff- it's so different. It's different. It's just different. It like totally turned the trope yeah. on its head because what Yes, and it like catches you off guard exactly. too where you're just like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, because it's I love it. violence against a good man by a bad woman, and usually we see it the other way around, right? It's either a bad yeah. man to a good woman or she's killing for revenge, but this this Gretchen, she just kills for fun. And just we see her giddiness during the scenes when she's torturing Archie. Like she's just delighted. Yeah. And like it comes off the page as just how excited she is about what she's doing and like how fun she's how much fun she's having. It's creepy. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Honestly. That sounds so creepy. Yeah. I, I like it, but I'm also kind of like wary, like, oh gosh, is it might be too creepy. I don't way. I mean, I don't know. For me. I mean, it isn't for me because I was like, I was really into it. But I yeah. think I could see that's why I was saying up front, like the trigger warnings. Like, I mean, you've got to be comfortable with some torture because that yeah. happens in yeah. this book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, though, what I appreciate is that, bet- well, not really. Never mind. I'm going to change that. I was going to say there's not really a lot of sexual assault, but then there's a second killer. So a killer there is. So never mind. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I just like, <laughs> Christian, like, didn't sexually assault her victims. So, like, there were 12- 199 yeah. of them. Um, anyway. Who weren't assaulted. Right. But, but still were, still tortured and murdered. Okay. Anyway. Um, still bad. So what worked is Archie and Gretchen's relationship. So the whole time what we don't really know is if he is manipulating her or she's manipul- manipulating him or it's some sort of combination of both. Because the way that they interact yeah. with each other, both during the torture scenes and when he goes to visit her on Sundays, we see him talking to her in prison. And like the way they interact is so twisted and it's so hard to be able to really tell who is manipulating who. And it, it's just so good. I love that. Yeah. What didn't work for me, and this is just like a 100% of me thing, is that um, I didn't like one of the characters' names because I know someone by that name, like the full name. And I was like, that's <laughs> okay. dumb. And I was like, I'm Weird. irritated yeah. about that. Anyway, <laughs> that's like a total me no, thing. Fair. But yeah, that's overall, fair. I really liked it. I rated it four stars. Similar books are They Never Learn by Lane Fargo, um, uh-huh. Never Saw Me Coming by Vera Curian, uh-huh. The Robert Hunter series by Chris Carter, and The Jigsaw Man by Nadine Matheson. Oh, I love The Jigsaw Man. I know. These so good. Yeah. Yeah. Alyssa, you know how like in The Jigsaw Man, the detective has like that weird kind of warped relationship with the killer? Like yeah. that is a very yeah. similar kind of vibe. And then also like the, the violence and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it was just like, oh, man. It's a good book. So, and I think she has like, 
I don't know, five, six in the series. I've only ever read this one. Oh, wow. Um, she's not publishing anymore. The last book she published was 2016, and the last book for this series was 2014. Um, so it's been a while. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. It's a, it's just a great book. So if you want to he- read about really good. female serial killers, this is a good one to go to. <laughs> That's the one for you? Yeah. Wow. Okay. How exciting. Yeah. That does sound really good. I'm going to have to grab it. Yeah. I th- honestly, I think you'd really like it. Uh, I think you'd like it a lot. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well. Good, good, good. 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 I, hope that, um, I hope that you feel better. I know you're feeling a little sick from your travels. Yeah. Mm. So sorry for everyone who had to listen to my voice this episode. <laughs> listen, last I week I was super sick too. So hey, like, you know what? It's the season. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's the hazard of traveling all the time is that constantly children are coughing directly in my mouth. Oh, my God. That's a bummer. Like, being on a plane, it's just, like, germs, 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 germs. all the germs. See, everyone get away from me. For me, me, it's, like, every time I go to the grocery store, I become a germ magnet. I don't know what it – like, I don't – I do a lot of Instacart orders now because every time I was going, I was getting sick. And that's happened again. I went to a grocery store, and that's when I got sick again. And I was like, I I just can't. That's very frustrating. Yeah, it's extremely frustrating. Never leave your house again. Nope. I just stay in my bubble. My little bubble here. Yeah. Mm. Stay in your bubble. Live a healthy and (laughs) non-germful life. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I hope that all of our listeners, I hope you found something new to read this week and you have a wonderful day or night or whenever you're listening to this. And um, again, I'm just going to remind from the top of the show, if you know of any books, movies, TV shows, especially thrillers that have sibling, like brother sister siblings, please DM me, and you can do that at Olivia Day right Writes now. on Instagram. Yes, DM her immediately, please. or you can DM her at our podcast mm-hmm. at Thrillers by the Book Club Pod. Mm-hmm. And if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Thriller Book Babe on Instagram. So you guys can totally DM us, and we're just sitting there waiting, waiting. to hear from you, so. waiting. That'd be great. I mean, come mainly come Olivia mainly because like, she needs so, to know somebody can just tell me. If recommendation out there. Tell her. I know you know it. I know you right, do. I mean, our her. listeners definitely know of one. For sure. At least one. I think. Yeah, oh. 100%. So they will tell you now. Perfect. Do it now. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, um, bye. Bye.